Welcome. This is your host, award-winning travel journalist and content creator, Jeff Jenkins. And you're now listening to Inspired 2022, the podcast where entrepreneurs, creatives, and the highly motivated go to be inspired. This includes Y-O-U. We have an amazing show for you today. So Genevieve, take it away. Today, we're welcoming Sania Alamine to the show. Sania is the creator of Finance, an online platform that teaches ambitious women how to make travel a financial priority so that they can build wealth and claim the lifestyles they want right now without shame. After becoming fed up with her own financial challenges, Sania made the decision to become debt-free and has now reached her first $100,000 net worth milestone. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we have Sania on. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you, Jeff, so much for having me and for inviting Flynance to this amazing platform. I was going to say, she's so fly, everybody. And y'all going to know why she's so fly in a little bit. I just want to go ahead and hop into one of these questions that I have. You are one of uh, Chubby Diaries' favorite finance experts. Like, what sparked your passion of building wealth and sharing how you do it? Yeah, so my money journey really goes back to really college. Okay. When I was in college, I was fortunate enough to attend an Ivy League institution, but I was someone who relied on financial aid, on scholarships. That was really the first time in my life that I really felt like, wow, I I know I don't come from money, right? I'm seeing all these wealthy people. I'm in classes with these people. And I know that after class, I need to go work my two jobs because if I don't, I'm not going to have enough money to literally eat or, you know, or do the things that I want to do as a college student. Um, So that experience really humbled me. And I think it really showed me that that was not the lifestyle that I wanted to live as an adult, right? I, I come from a family where we have a lot of love for each other. I had a very cherished childhood, but we didn't talk about money and we definitely did not talk about wealth building. I never went hungry as a child, but I also now looking back know that there were many sacrifices that my parents were making to give me the lifestyle that I had that sometimes we couldn't really even afford, right? Coming out of college, I was very intentional about wanting to put myself in a position to be a high earner. And then when I started working my first big girl job in New York City, I fell hard into the traps of living beyond my means, right? Mm. I was swiping my credit cards. I was going to brunch. I was keeping up with this lifestyle that I thought everyone was doing and really feeling like I was drowning. I was drowning in debt. I had accumulated $16,000 in student loan debt. I had over $10,000 in credit card debt I couldn't afford to pay. And I was living paycheck to paycheck. So here I was, I had friends and family back home in Baltimore being like, you did it, girl. You, You made it, right? And here I am with this great salary and I'm literally living paycheck to paycheck. So this was around 2018 when it really hit me. I hit rock bottom and said, one, I don't want to live like this anymore. Two, there has to be another way for me to do the things that I want to do, like travel and leave a legacy. And three, that, you know, I just feel like there has to be more that I can show for my money than just paycheck to paycheck. Um, And funny enough, that's really when I learned about financial independence and the FIRE movement, financial independence, retire early. I was literally commuting home on the subway from work. And this headline stopped me in my track. It was talking about someone retiring in their 30s. And Mm. I was just like, excuse me, what? (laughs) 
um, what? I need this information. So that is really, that was really the catalyst. Seeing that one headline, they had linked other influencers. I started following other women of color who I didn't even know this whole world existed, right? I literally used Instagram to learn about personal finance, to learn about wealth building. And I just started soaking up all the information, right? People would drop books. I would read the books. People were dropping links. I would read those links, right? So I really gave myself the space to educate myself first. And then I sought out other resources. So then I sought out a financial coach and started working on a budget for the first time, right? It was very much baby steps that got me to this place. And then it really hit me that more Black women need this information, more Black men need this information, not just so that we can build generational wealth, because I think that is a buzzword, generational wealth. Yes, we all know that we need to do it, right? But it's also about living the life that we want right now, right? I know you get this question all the time, right? How do you afford to travel all the time? I want to travel. I can't afford it, right? Well, when we learn how to use some of these tactics in personal finance, and we're also intentional about growing our incomes through our nine to fives or our businesses or whatever your lane is, we can put money aside to travel and it not cost us financial strain. So that's finance in essence. Come on, come on. I love it. I love it. And so what was that moment that like switched when you looked at like money different? That's a great question. You know, I think the I think the first time that it really switched for me was when I really sat down with that financial coach for the very first time and he helped me see a budget for myself and I realized, wait, with the money that I have I could be doing multiple things, right? For myself, I was telling myself, I need to make more money so that I can invest, so I can do all these things. I'm learning about all these things, but I don't have enough money for it. And really sitting down and seeing that even with the money that you have now, there's a way to put that towards your goals, right? Mm -hmm. And it may not be thousands of dollars at once, but when you have that system that makes sense for the money that you have right now, in terms of saying, hey, I'm gonna put $50 a month into this travel fund. I'm gonna put $100 over here into my Roth IRA because I know that I'm gonna be investing. I'm gonna put $100 over here because I need to build up my emergency savings, right? I'm gonna put $100 over here because I wanna buy a house one day, right? That we can do it. I think sometimes we think that, oh, we need all of this money to make our dreams possible, but it's really those small habits and being consistent. I think people also see my journey. They may have seen that I paid off $23,000 of debt in one year and think that it happens overnight, but I'm telling you things that happened almost five years ago, right? Like, yeah. like it's, it's definitely a journey. I think for me, that moment was really seeing that in my money, even with the money that I have right now, I'm still deserving and worthy of going after my goals. And those little small habits are going to get me there. I love that. I love that. I'm I'm reading this book right now by Rachel Rogers. We should all yeah. be millionaires. This book is life-changing. Oh, isn't it? It is a really good book. And it's for women, but I'm reading it. I'm reading it. I and think we all need it. We do. We do. My uh my wife, she actually uh is in her um some some course. Hello seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so she's in that. And then she got the book. And I was I, w- I remember just being in her office one day when she was going through like her like the course. And I was like, who is this lady? And I was like, wait, she got a book, too. The thing that got me was the actual name of it. We should all be millionaires. Love and it. I have this motto of why not? I learned it from Kevin Hart. Like, why not be a millionaire? Like, yeah, like, why not? Like, be a millionaire. Why not? Yes. We can all be that. And so it just 
I'm I'm loving the book right now. Uh, I just got into it actually two days ago, and so it's really cool to uh, be able to just like dive into it. So it was so it was serendipitous that I have another finance person on. And what do you wish the world knew about the importance of women, especially women of color, uh, building their own wealth? Ooh, this is a great question. Okay, well, I might get deep on you because oh, I want to please, you know, because. I think that it's, it's intentional why women of color don't have the access to build wealth, right? Because we talked about this already with learning about this and we should all be millionaires, right? Women have historically been disenfranchised because we know that when women have access to capital and means of their own production, we literally transform our communities, right? So we're not just talking about our individual families, but we are talking about truly each one reach one, right? We will have all the moms on a block, all the aunties on a block lifting as we climb, right? And I think that that is very dangerous. It's very dangerous to the status quo to Mm -hmm. give, especially Black women, right, who are some of the most socially disenfranchised people, that kind of access, right? And it's so funny, right? Because sometimes when I feel like I'd be dropping the gems on some of these social media platforms, it's funny. Like, literally, I've had videos be banned and taken down where I've literally just been giving information, right? Think about all the nonsense that's out there on social media that is creating division, that is promoting violence. And here I am trying to give people free information to better themselves. And I have platforms like Instagram and TikTok literally shadow banning me and pulling down my content, right? So I think that, you know, it is very intentional that the world does not want us to have this this information. So that is why I'm so passionate about talking about it on this platform, but not just in the sense of here's how to make this money, you know, so that we can flex and do all these things. But it's also just about us having the ability to thrive, to rest, right? That's one of the things that Rachel talks about in We Should All Be Millionaires as well, right? As women of color, we come from lineages of women who never had the choice to rest, right? Mm -hmm. We were enslaved. We were indentured servants. We were cleaning other people's homes. We were working on fields, right? We were literally from our backs creating the wealth that has created the Western world, right? So if we think about even our grandmothers and great-grandmothers, if you have those women still in your lives, asking them, like, How old were you when you first started having children? When did you start working? Because I think you will really hear that many of the women that we come from have literally been working their entire lives. So I think it is our duty and it's our right. It's our birthright, especially to be women of color living in this day and age and to be some of the most free and women with the most agency to truly change the direction of our lineages, right? So that's why I say I'm a first generation wealth rebuilder. I don't believe that I'm a first generation wealth builder, right? Because my lineage is wealthy. It's full of riches. It's full of wealth. It was all taken from our ancestors, right? It's not that we didn't have it. It's not that we weren't capable of building it, right? So I see myself as a first generation wealth rebuilder. And that's why I'm so passionate about putting this information out to other women of color, especially black women, so that we can rebuild these broken chains in our and cycles of oppression in our families, it's possible. And it's not just for, you know, to, to make our grandchildren's risk, but it's also for us right now to be able to claim the lifestyles that we want. Ma'am, dropping gems. Seriously. Wow. And, and y'all, did y'all hear that? Wealth Rebuilders. That, that's something I will be using now. So please, uh, I please will, use it. I will, I will, we got to put it out there. We got to put I it will, out there because, right? That. I, that's all I kept thinking is like, I am. I'm building generational wealth, but you're right. Like 
there is definitely we're rebuilding it. Like it is nothing like and that that starts from like a a lack mentality or poverty mindset. And so instead of it being that, like now we're rebuilding it. Like just as it's not been taken away from us, we can actually gain it back. And so just as fast. And so that's what we really need to work on. So as you have been just like building wealth and like getting yourself out of debt. And like, that was your journey. How did you make the transition into like, Hey, I want to help other people uh, get into this, into the the freedoms of, of wealth building or just paying off debt. Woo. So I will say that the universe was giving me signs. And I think that many of us, right. Start to have these little itches where it's like, you have an idea and you really just can't shake it. So we going back to 2018, right? I'm telling you that I was struggling with money, but yet uh. this idea kept popping in my head because I would go on social media, right? I'm telling you that I, I'm a student of social media. I love to learn from people on and other creators, right? So I was seeing a lot of people talking about personal finance and wealth building. I thought, that's great. Yeah, this is lit. But then it was like, what you mean I can't take a vacation? Mm. Like, what do you mean by that? (laughs) You know, like that did not sit well with me at all because I know how much travel means to me and the women in my circle. Right. So to receive personal finance information, but it also be have this element of shame. Like, you know, you got debt. You shouldn't be taking a vacation. Oh, you you behind on this. You shouldn't be taking a vacation. I thought that 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 language was so limiting and especially for women of color. I think that we are always shamed for the things that we want to do. So this idea kept coming back to me like, okay, there has to be a way to talk about money and travel to make money more accessible, but also to make travel more transparent, right? Because on the same token, I was following a lot of beautiful travel creators who never talked about money, never talked about, oh yeah, this is a beautiful place, but it costs $800 a night. Oh, and I actually have it sponsored because I have this big community. But if you wanted to stay here, it would actually be even more than that, right? So, you know, I wanted to push past all of those things. But in 2018, I was so overcome by imposter syndrome, right? Like, I just felt like I wasn't worthy. I felt that no one would listen to me. I felt that, you know, there are all these other people that are talking about this. Who's going to listen to me? Like, I'm just a little regular black girl. Like, what? And that mindset stayed with me for about two years. I had to go to therapy. I worked with an incredible life coach. And that mindset shift was what allowed me to show up for finance. So I didn't even really start actually putting content out there consistently until January 2020. So I have built this entire brand since then. And I think that the message has resonated with so many young Black women and women of color because there is no one talking about this in the way that I am, right? There are just so many of us that even through the pandemic, right? We are now waking up and seeing, I'm not trying to go back to that. I'm not trying to go back to this hustle culture. I'm not trying to go back to this culture where I'm overworking myself and not doing any of the things that I love. So I think that is also why finance continues to grow and touch more people Mm -hmm. because these two years, right? I think a lot of us are saying, yeah, this is not the lifestyle that I want. How do I get closer to the one that I want? I like that. What? I love that. And so you've been able to create a platform that has amassed uh, tens of thousands of followers. Uh, I don't know what your TikTok is. Uh, I didn't it's even finance. Know yeah. So I'm, I'm building on TikTok, right? I was a little scared to get on TikTok because I was just like, I'm not trying to get trolled every day because, 
y'all be out your mind on TikTok, okay? And especially, especially <laughs> as people of size, like I've noticed yeah. that there's a lot of fat phobia on TikTok. So I was very scared to get on TikTok. But then the universe was like, no, there are black women that you need to reach that are here. Yeah, so sure. the message has to, the message will permeate. And how did you, uh, well, you kind of just mentioned it. You, you briefly just mentioned it, but it's like, how did you like create the platform itself in the sense of like, you know what? This is how I'm going to start it. Like, and I want to actually mention about like travel as well. Travel was always going to be a part of it. So, you know, I, I literally, I kept this note from like 2018 where I was just kind of like, writing out thoughts to myself. And then I was also talking to friends. I was just like, you know, I love travel. People were always asking me when I would take trips, like, how do you afford to do this? Right. We was all broke in 2018. I'm, I only graduated from college in 2016. So, you know, a lot of friends were saying, how are you affording to do this? Uh, secret. I couldn't really afford it. It was all on credit card debt, but I did, I was learning different things that I felt like other people didn't know about travel and just protecting your travel investment. Um, so travel was always a part of it. It was really the, the financial freedom, the wealth building side that I kind of layered on. It was really when a very close friend of mine gave me the name, right? I was talking to him and a couple of days later, he was like, well, you're so fly and you got the financial aspect and the flights. Why don't you call yourself financed? I and I was it. like, that's it. You know, like I literally felt like the universe, like the heavens opened up and we're just like, ah, that's how I knew this was something that was a viable concept. Um, so in terms of putting the pieces together, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. Okay. Wow. I, I've never managed social media. I've never built a brand before, but actually one of the first things that I did because I had learned this from going to like a creator's conference was I actually trademarked my name. That was actually one of the very first things I did before I ever even put out content consistently. Here I was, I had a trademark and I was building my intellectual property and I had no content out on the internet, internet because I knew how powerful that name was. I just started small. I started small. I just was putting out content. I felt like I wanted to see um, in 2020, I was very focused on the debt, on my debt-free journey. So, um, you know, I was doing a lot of infographics that were kind of like, here's breaking down my debt. Um, and I was just showing up, like I was just showing up, but also building community at the same time. So, you know, I, I think that I am nothing without the other Black women creators who have supported me from day one, who introduced me to their communities, who put me on, who had me on their podcast, you know? So, it's also about not just saying like, as a content creator, I'm going to just put this out and this message is going to be great. But it's also about like reaching across and really building those relationships with my peers to say, we all in this, like, let's all support each other, hold mm -hmm. each other accountable. Girl, where you been at? Like, I haven't seen you in two weeks on the feed. Like, are you okay? You know, like, I think often as new content creators, we often think, oh, I'm just going to pitch to all these people that are like all the way up here. But when I tell you is that, when you're doing this and you're working across and the and your content's out, then people see you. The big people yeah. see you. I, when I found out that people uh, didn't pitch brands and that brands came to them, and I was like, oh, I, I will work my butt off so that that's what happens to me. And that's literally what has happened now. Like, I I, I don't even pitch anymore. Like, I just have I emails of people just reaching out. So that's always a blessing. Uh, you recently shared uh, on like a, a post, an Instagram post that we need to get comfortable with job hopping uh, to uh, significantly increase our earning potential. Uh, can you talk a little bit more about this and how our audience can get more comfortable with job hopping and why they should? Yeah. So let's take it all the way back. Right. So I was building this brand called Flynance. We're talking about travel. We're talking about building wealth. And then it kind of hit me like, wait, Black women don't have the money that we need to be able to do this like easily, right? 
How can I get on this platform and say to black women, yeah, investing $300 a month for the next 25 years is going to make you a millionaire. Invest in index funds. Like, we don't have money. We don't have two nickels to rub together. So, girl, what are you talking about? So I, I just started tweeting. Like, I, I love to tweet. So I'm always on Twitter, at Flynance. I just started tweeting more about career stuff. And then, like, just things just really started to pick up. And I realized, like, okay... I have been neglecting really talking to women like me, right? Mm-hmm. Who are working nine to five jobs, are comfortable working for other people. This is no shame to full-time entrepreneurs, but I'm not there yet, right? Okay. I'm not a full-time content creator. Wow. And the shit just started picking up. And then I really started thinking about, right, like what has been the catalyst for me, even in my own money transformation, that's allowed me to go from literally 2018 being in tens of thousands of dollars of debt to now 2022, having a six-figure net worth, almost $100,000 invested in the markets. I'm only 27. I make $150,000 a year, right? Like what has been that catalyst? It's been my nine to five, but it's also been my nine to five and me being intentional about growing my earning potential, right? So Mm -hmm. one of the foundations of the FIRE movement, financial independence, retire early is that you have to live below your means and put the extra money that you make that would otherwise be disposable income that, you know, people just use in their lifestyle, put that into your investments, put that into whether you want to do real estate stocks or what have you, right? I was always intentional about growing my income and I didn't realize that other women weren't doing that. So Mm. for me, even at 23 years old, I I had a great job. One of my very first jobs was at American Express. I, I was making good money. I had all these great relationships. I worked on a really cool team. I did incredible things. And then I knew I knew they were putting me on ice. Like I knew they were putting me on ice. Like it was like, here are my results. Like, okay, I have strong results. My performance is great. I just got promoted in a year. Like nobody does that. What's happening? Like I'm having conversations with my lead with my leaders, and they're kind of like, oh, uh, yeah. It was like, okay, y'all, y'all don't get the vision, right? Y'all don't get the vision, right? So that was one of the first times I job topped, right? What that allowed me to do was significantly increase my income. I literally increase my income by $50,000. And what did that $50,000 allow me to do? It allowed me to get debt free. It allowed me to travel more. It allowed me to grow my investment. So that's what I mean by we have to get comfortable with job hopping. We are not taught this, especially as people of color. We did not come from backgrounds where our families always set us down and was just like, yeah, you've been at that company for two and a half years. Like, are you, you learning more things? Like, are you getting promoted? If not, we need to get out here, right? We are in a candidate's market right now in Q1 2022. The money is out here and the employers are looking for us. So yeah. that is what that tweet was all about. I did not expect it to blow up the way that it did. Shout out, it went viral, viral, viral. <laughs> but now I think it really showed me that even with finance, I have to be intentional about helping more women of color and black women also pivot into well-paid careers so that the rest of my content, it not only makes sense to them, but they feel that they can really take action with what I'm putting out there. I love it. I love it. Amazing, amazing, like gems you have just dropped. I love hearing your story. There's two questions that we ask every guest that comes on the show today uh, or that comes onto the show. The first question is, what are you inspired to do be have in 2022? Okay. Hmm. I am inspired to teach 1000 black women. That's literally the goal that I have. I am inspired to be my most fearless self because I still have fear. There's still times where I'm just like, should I do that? Should I put myself out there for that? Should I put myself out there? And 
I am inspired to have a fully remote job. Like, yes, even the girl that talks about travel and wealth building all the time, I'm not fully remote, but that is what I'm manifesting for 2022 because I know that's going to not only inspire so many other women that follow me, but also just for myself, give me the lifestyle that I want. I love it. I love it. And our last one is, can you give some words of encouragement uh, to our audience? You know, what? what's on my heart right now is live your purpose. If I had allowed all that negative thoughts that were in my head keep me from showing up for this brand, even when I had no idea what I was doing, I had no blueprint, right? I was still juggling nine to five and I was still figuring out all the pieces, right? Like my debt-free journey was extremely transparent in terms of like what I was doing. And it was just like, yeah, well, if I don't meet this goal, I guess I'm gonna just have to tell people like, well, I tried. So living your purpose, we all have these amazing ideas. We all have these million dollar ideas that we may be sitting on because we feel like we're not worthy. You have to push past that. We are living in the 2020s, y'all. Like it's our time. It is legacy. That's what Rick Ross says. It's time for it. And I know that that message, what she just said, was meant for you. Do you have any uh, anything you want to promote, shout out, uh, and where people can find you at? Yeah, so everyone can find me on Instagram at fly.nance. That's F-L-Y dot N-A-N-C-E-D. And I'm Flynance on every other platform. Right now, I am really passionate about showing you how to pivot into well-paid jobs. So I have literally a free resource where I have combined all of my favorite tools to help you make this year your most well-paid year yet. You can find that at all the links in any of my bios on social media and reach out to me. I would love to hear from you and know that you heard me on the Chubby Diaries podcast. Um, And let's get connected. Let's build this community. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much. I'll leave all those links below. Thank you once again for being on. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Ania. She's in this place. Thank you again, Mel. Thank you so much, Jeff. You just listened to Inspire 2022 with Jeff Jenkins, presented by Chubby Diaries. Subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you like to stream your podcasts. Catch our next episode on Tuesday at 5 a.m. Stay inspired, my friends.